So, can I go out? I think it's perfect weather for gardening. No, Coraline, rain makes mud. Mud makes a mess. You and Dad get paid to write about plants, and you hate dirt. Coraline. And what do you think you're doing? Well, I'm getting out of here. That's what I'm doing. You could stay here forever, if you want to. Really? Sure, we'll sing and play games, and Mother will cook your favorite meals. There's one tiny little thing we need to do. What's that? <laughs> well, it's a surprise. Welcome to hell in a cell. Maria! Sup, we're... James. Oh my god. We're, we're trapped in hell. A different hell again, because it's Isekai month, and we're in another hell. What kind of hell? We're in Jewish hell. Which sucks because Jewish people don't believe in hell, so it's just kind of a black void. I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of kind of disappointing now actually. What the what don't you think that the the um this this empty cool void is is better than the flaming hot pile of shit that we came from? I I mean, yeah, but with hell, you knew where you stand. You know, you're in hell with the void. I don't know where I stand with the void. You stand in the void. Dang. <laughs> See? Confusion. Just all around confusion. We need to hash out some ground rules. Also, why is Cthulhu here? Because it's the void. That's where he lives. Good point. <laughs> Hi, Maria. Hey. How's it going? You, I mean, it's going. It's uh, it's March. That means it's Isekai month. Woo! Where we look at Western Isekai series that have come out in the past couple years because of I don't know why. Isekai is great. Does Harry Potter technically count as Isekai? Mm, no. Uh, isekai is more like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. It the, no Harry Potter is like urban fantasy. Okay. Where the fantasy world is next to our world, you know? Mm, okay, okay. Where it's right, like, it. you have to actually go to a separate world. Okay, I see. Yeah, there's there's rules here that we have to follow. And the, uh, oh yeah, we're Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast host by me, James, that's Maria. Hi. We watch animated TV shows and talk about them. Today, we watched Infinity Train. Did you give me the things? I did. I sent it to you. Okay, good. I didn't see it. I didn't get a thing. Oh, yeah. It's right there. We watched Infinity Train Season 1, Episode 3, The Corgi Car. Original release date, August 6, 2019. Uh, created by Owen Dennis. Written by Owen Dennis and Justin Michael. Storyboarded by Sarah... So. So. Jesse Wong and Owen Dennis. Yeah. He's got his name everywhere. Both he's, of his yeah, names. He, he's uh he's a little involved, if you will. Uh-huh. Little 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 bit of a micromanager Owen. Huh? God, Owen. Let the storyboard yeah. artists be by themselves. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, they're not supposed to be. The writers are supposed to be by themselves in a closet where they're meant to be. <laughs> that is their home, and that is where they live. Yes, of course. If yeah, The Simpsons has taught us anything, yeah. that that's where the writers live. Of course, of course. Yeah. They really like did it. just stick uh, Conan O'Brien in a closet for most of his time there. Yep. Yeah, but they had to like also put up some. Um, they had to they had to have like this little hole that 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 would allow them to pass through um like Red Bull and uh, sticky <laughs> notes. Mhm. Mm and pens whenever he ran out. 
And when they yes. came in, they just found this beautiful mural of insanity of just sticky notes <laughs> stuck on every inch of the wall and just like three foot deep in um, like cans of beer and um, Red Bull. <laughs> I th- yeah, yeah, that's probably what happened. Um, their their other like head writer, John Schwartzwelder, mm-hmm. uh, he had his own office that they were never allowed in. Why? He was the, all they'll say on their like commentary tracks for the episodes that he's a very private man. Uh huh. But the showrunner Sam Simon went in there once, and he said it was a very odd experience. Odd experience? How? What did he find there? It, he said that there was just a lot of weird things that he couldn't figure out in there on okay, his desk. Okay, but, like, if this is a white old man, wouldn't, like, anything <laughs> not normal, even remotely not normal, be weird for him? Like, what Maria, level of weird are we? Maria, he's in television. He's seen things. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll let him have it. Okay, there you go. It's Maria approved. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. What were we, oh, yeah, we're talking about Infinity Train, which is an isekai series. Yeah, which, um, can you give me a little bit of a premise? Like, I understood kind of what was going on, but they didn't. there wasn't really an intro. Right, there was a reason for it. No, no, like, recap or, like catch the kids up uh i think that's because it's supposed to be binged i think it came out in pretty rapid succession okay uh when it was originally released on tv and then wherever the hell it is now but um yeah we watched it on xfinity that's that's different oh okay um yeah the the premise of the show is that uh, there's a girl named tulip uh her parents are divorced and she wants to go to uh, game design camp because, god damn it, every fucking person who works at Cartoon Network is a fucking nerd. Eh. And they have to make their anime and video game references because they're nerds. I mean, yeah, I guess it is about time that the people that grew, that grew up watching and dealing and, you know... Mm. involved in that sphere has now entered the um, <laughs> creation rather than the consumption um, aspect of all of it. So that checks out. That checks it, out. It does. Anyway, she so her father's too busy to take her to game design camp and her mom's a nurse, I believe. And so, you know, okay. what are you going to do there? So yeah. she sneaks off to try and take the train to game design camp. Mm-hmm. And I've said game design camp way too much. Now that it starts to sound weird. Game design camp. Is that what it's called? Like, does it not have a name? Is that just what it's called? Game design camp? Yes. You can't call it that unless somebody actually has that and then they'll sue you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, she gets on a mysterious train that is has a bunch of weird cars in it, and she has a number on her hand, and that's about it. Oh, and she finds a little ball named One One who follows her around. Of course, of course. One One, not One Zero. Not, no. Not doing the no. binary thing there? No? Nope. Okay. Nope. All nope. right. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mystery. So the episode we watched was basically taken whole cloth from the... So Cartoon Network had a bunch of series um, kind of teased. Well, not teased, but kind of... You you never watched Cartoon Network much, did you? When I was a child, I watched quite a bit of Cartoon Network, yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Do you remember? You're probably too young to remember but back in the back in the day back in the day um cartoon network and nickelodeon used to actually um premiere um pilots for their shows on a show uh what was it 
Nickelodeon had one called, oh yeah, cartoons. That's the one, okay. I believe. That's where basically they showed the pilot, and if it garnered a lot of attention, they would turn it into a series. Okay. And if it didn't garner a lot of attention, well, they'd have Bummer. something to fill time. <laughs> yeah, ba- basically they'd rerun the pilot again later, you know, in syndication. It okay. was basically like, let's turn a bunch of pilots into a show and see if we can get one. Um, okay. That's where series like The Fairly Odd Parents, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy came from. Oh, I remember The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah, that was a weird show. That was a freaking weird show. It was mm-hmm. like that, that one witch with a golden apple and... How yep. Grimm loses a a limbo match to a bunch of kids, <laughs> especially one that has a fat ass nose, is beyond me. <laughs> wow, shade. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of these, a lot of the old shows back in the '90s, and actually, I think it was just the '90s. Uh, they got their start as just pilots being like thrown up on the network. Yeah, they're just like woo, woo. Yeah, and it's and then the network would you know either hold like a contest to mm-hmm. see which one kids liked more. Mm-hmm. Back on the internet, Maria. Mm-hmm. You know that thing that never took off mm-hmm. at all. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's the internet? I don't, I don't know. I, it was something Al Gore made, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Anyway, uh, Cartoon Eric threw up a few pilots up on their YouTube channel recently, and Infinity Train was one of them. Oh, okay. And this was the episode. Well, this was kind of the what the that pilot eventually became, is this episode. Oh, okay. So it's like part of like the start of the the start of um I guess the show of Infinity Train. So how old is this pilot? Not very old. They they greenlit it pretty quickly. It got a lot of attention and to be fair, it's a good like little teaser. Mm-hmm. No, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, maybe I should but- give people a summary. Maybe we should we should we should give people a summary. Yes, let's start. What happens at the beginning? So in the beginning we see Tulip pop out of a door. Yes. In the middle of music land question mark. Yeah, every train has a gimmick that or every train car has a gimmick that she has to solve or kind of just run through. Ah, I see. Okay, yeah. So she's like running through, and there's a number on her hand. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess she's, that's uh, like the car number that she needs to get to. It's a mystery. <laughs> anyway, so she's trying to go through these car doors. Um, she goes through like weird magic, uh, weird music land where they run around, run across a piano and. Then they go through um, a room full of ducks. <laughs> cross-eyed ducks, Maria. Get it right. Yeah, cross-eyed ducks that want their eyes back to normal or they want to help her find their eyes. Um, they want her to help them find their eyes. She has her eyes. Um, and then she weird. goes past... <laughs> she goes past like a monster bash room monster mash hey 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 that's copyrighted okay we can't say that great (laughs) all right um and then she ends up in corgi land i think that's where she ends up next right cordinia cordinia i'm gonna call it corgi land cordinia the, the land of, of the cor- corgis. Yeah, there's just a bunch of corgis living in this area. Just because, you know, why not? <laughs> why <laughs> not? Because that's the car's gimmick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is basically like five isekais in one, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're not wrong there. 
Anyway, so yeah, she she meets the she meets Atticus, the the king of the Corgis, um, in, in Cordenia. Yep. And um, she Tulip is in a hurry. She wants to get through this door because she needs to find that what that number do. Um, <laughs> what that number do? Exactly. And so she she try she's. Trying to figure out where she. Atticus insists that that they take her on a tour. To to see Cordelia, and all in all of its glories, include including like belly scratchers and and sunspots and and what else did they got, James? Uh, uh, self feeders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like the automatic feeding thing in jiggers. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was is a is a developed city, <laughs> except for the occasional flooding. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. Also, the monster. And the monster, like a weird shadow monster, mm-hmm. um, who appears in the sky. Yes. So there's there's a river that sort of keeps the corgis in this one limited area because they're small and can't cross a two feet tall river um it's funny because they're corgis yes that's that's kind of the joke for the whole episode but yes. it's fine it's funny everything about everything about this episode is just um you know dog jokes <laughs> and how dogs act Woo. yeah. Yeah, we Dog. just get happy when someone new walks in through the door. <laughs> yes. Or right. or the little door gimmick where, you know, Atticus just can't go out. <laughs> but he, like, he wants to, but yeah, he doesn't, yeah. but he does. You've never had a dog, have you, Marie? Nope. So you don't know the pain of just watching them just kind of figure out if they want to go outside or not. Hmm. <laughs> I wanted to go outside. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Do I? Yes. Yes. Yes, I'll go outside. I'll go outside right now. Wee. Is that the That's thought a- process? Is that the train of thought? I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea why some dogs do that. <laughs> Maybe just doors are confusing for them. It, yeah, that that could also be a thing. Yeah. Mm. We just mm. don't understand doors. <laughs> we just we haven't well, like he says they haven't they have just figured out the technology yeah exactly they don't they don't understand doors or door mm-hmm. flaps or whatever the fuck anyway so exactly so eventually oh. atticus convinces tulip to let him come along on this adventure this quest <laughs> to save quest. his homeland um we have a montage yeah where where you know um tulip has to carry the carry atticus across the river but you know corgis don't like getting picked up apparently i'm learning so much about corgis james <laughs> oh my god it's bad for their back oh there is a strain on their back because oh. they're tiny and their bodies aren't made aren't supposed to be like that yeah because we fucked up dogs look at these look, glorious they started wolves. it <laughs> These glorious wolves frolicking in the in the forests, mm-hmm. in the mountains, just yep. just formidable creatures. And then humans looked at them and were like, "I want that, but bag-sized." <laughs> oh my god! Look, here's the thing: they didn't have to get domesticated, but they got greedy. They were like, "Oh, he's giving me food." Yes, because they're animals. That is their one prerogative. Yes, but they don't have enough suspicion glands like other animals. I mean, we domesticated horses, too. Yeah, but horses are really, really dumb. They're very smart. What are you talking about? No, horses are pretty dumb. Horses are great. Don't you dare attack I mean, horses. I'm not you. attacking horses. I'm attacking their intelligence. <laughs> and, uh, all, right. all right. All right. Can we stop here, though? Okay. Because I had, I had a, a note uh-huh. on my thing. Uh-huh. I said, 
and it's kind of uh, the painted quote unquote, unquote quote unquote backgrounds are beautiful oh they really are like all of them so good mm-hmm. i i i quite i quite like the um yeah just the actually just the color and the design of the of the car the kogi the corgi kogi car the corgi car <laughs> god that's difficult to say um <laughs> just call it cordinia yeah just the 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 art in cordinia is just so good just the mm-hmm. colors and the landscaping and the light um and then the buildings just all very greek yes Roman? i don't know the difference there is no difference who cares um but yeah sort of that old ancient style it's really good mm-hmm. um yeah the water looked pretty good too when they were crossing it very smooth mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah i like that yeah yes so Which, yeah go ahead yeah no we can keep going I'll make my point later. Okay. So Tulip carries um, Atticus and 1-1. Uh, is 1-1 one, one, one robot or is 1-1 one, one two robots? He is two robots. Okay. Cool. Who become one, I guess, but not really. They just kind of c- come together. As 1-1? One, one? As 1-1. One, one. And they're a ball. I see. Well, they're both 1-1. They're both one, one. But look, I didn't make this show. <laughs> so, so they all become one one. You're fired. <laughs> I tried to make the joke before, but you didn't get it, so I'm gonna do it again. Just, just keep going. Anyway, so one one. No, one one has nothing to do with this here, except for <laughs> he really has nothing to do with this. Yeah, he's just kind of there. I mean, he's kind of silly. There's one part of him that's kind of silly, and the other part of them is kind of like depressing, depressing, and just is, has like a will ready for the other one for when they go and end themselves. Yes. Anyway, it's basically the introverted friend and the extroverted friend. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they go, uh, they cross the river, and they find that um, the the weird shadow monster thingamajiggy was just a little a little spider, um, sort of trying to make a web um, above this weird glowing orb. And, you know, they get rid of the spider, a.k.a. Atticus launches on it. Um <laughs> And then they, um, I guess, yeah, okay. And then Tulip gets um, a little frustrated because the number on her hand doesn't change, and she think ev- she thinks everything is doomed, and and that she'll never get back, and that it's not fair, and you know, causation correlation isn't causation, and you know, classic mm. nerd joke right there, kids. Um, <laughs> some of these people went to school. I went to college. Yep. Yep. That's what every writer yells out their window. (laughs) One of them was doing some kind of engineering and then very rapidly switched to um, animation. (laughs) He saw a cartoon. It was just like, my life has changed and just throws like... A self-driving car away. <laughs> he had oh. built the self-driving car, the perfect self-driving car, but he just tossed it in the garbage. Yep, hit that and like, all of his notes just mm-hmm. burnt And then lights present. it on fire, yes. Yep. Yep. Like, I'm going into emanation. Yep. Anyway. Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about corkies. Um... So Atticus tries to, you know, console her because she's, you know, a little distressed by the fact that she can't get out of this weird 
freaking train that she got herself into, which is what I feel every time there's a weird train of thought. You're just on there. There's no getting off anymore. It just keeps going. Like this one right now? Yep. Yep. This one right now. Just this current train of thought is just barreling ahead. Um, choo choo. Choo choo. We're on this F train and nobody's getting off. All right. Um, before. We're getting off right here, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad someone stopped this train. Before we keep going, I thought we should talk about the cinematography. Okay. Because we're big proponents of cinematography I here. I love that good old cinematography. And it pains me to say, but I hate it in this show. There isn't much, is there? No. No. It's it's all just either a wide shot or a, or a close-up. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't There's much. A... I mean, I guess there was kind of like one when they were like when they were running across the piano. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a decent tracking shot. Yeah. Some some angles there, but that's about it. And there was a little bit with the with the weird, like, wire monster, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Like, there was a little bit there, especially when it ran through the door. Mm-hmm. Like, other than that... Or, or, and when the corgi ran towards it. Right, yeah, that's bait. Those are probably the best shots in the show. Yeah. I mean, the rest is pretty disappointing. Yeah, though. there isn't much... Yeah, it's not very dynamic. No. it's. I mean, it's not like a super dynamic show. That's but, fair. But still, like, putting a little effort into the cinematography can really elevate a story. Right. If, you're, if you don't have a lot going on. Having having yeah. something there, yeah, I can see sort of because even for example, like the the um, the spider shot, right? So instead of mm-hmm. just them walking up to it and then you know pulling out the spider, it you could have had it so that you know the shot was like close up on the spider and then you know like maybe Tulip's head sort of poking into the frame and be like, oh, it's just a it's just a spider. That that's a great suggestion, Maria. That that's actually a very good. Why didn't they think of that, Owen? I don't know, Owen. Why are you sleeping on the wheel, buddy? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they should hire me. Yeah, I'm I'm free. Sh- I am free I, for the summer. I'm looking for a job. Hire me. I don't know if they're in Canada or not, Maria. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, shit. Okay. Too. Uh, d- fuck. All right. Yes. Anyway, that's kind of my biggest criticism with the right with the episode we watched. Yeah, just that. you know, I could see it's that. not that it's not that fun to look at. It's pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty, but it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. I think my change would be in the monster mash car. Okay. Where yeah. Instead of just like showing it, she opens the door and just oh look, weird monsters. Instead, you have like weird like close-ups maybe even do like the classic ren and stimpy ultra close-up <laughs> you know like in spongebob yeah, spongebob yeah, used yeah, that a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. or like just have monsters. it look like or just have it be um you know how when you whenever there's like the mon- the the like in olden times whenever there was like monsters and stuff you would have like close-up on those things with the with the strings playing Oh, yeah. If that makes sense, you know, yes. just the, just the, just the, yeah, mm-hmm. but just like yeah. the, the, yeah, something like that. Um, and just like close-ups, but then like you pull back and it's just a party, right? Yeah, there you go. Have some fun reveals. Come on, guys. Clearly. St- storyboarders. Come on, storyboarders. That's Come your on, job. Owen. Owen and Sarah and um, Jesse. Jesse. There we go. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, keep going. What are we okay. doing? So, yeah. So then, um, you know, um, Atticus helps sort of console Tulip. That's what her name was, right? Yes. <laughs> yes I was it. like, Daisy? No. Yes, uh, Daisy from the Mario series. Lilac. Yeah. Uh, lavender. <laughs> uh, Getting warmer. Sunflower. 
<laughs> oh God, <laughs> you named your kid Sunflower. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, yeah. Um. So, so yeah, she, she, she gets, yeah, she gets to belly rub the corgi, and sort of he kind of consoles her and is like. Yeah, no, some some problems just take time and you have to just, you know, let it let it be and one day the solution will come to you. Um mm-hmm. and you know, tries to tries to help her slow down a little bit and, you know, take a breather, enjoy life in this train car um filled with giant freaking Okay, but here's the thing though. You see a giant you see a weird glowy orb in the middle mm-hmm. of a rock you get rid mm-hmm. of the spider but why wouldn't you spend more time to look at the damn sphere <laughs> someone answer me this question what the fuck you have to watch the show cause it's a mystery what the fuck Tulip? Why would you look at a weird orb what? in the middle of a rock and not be like huh What's that? Before what? you lapse into chaos and and depression. Look, Tulip has different priorities to you. God damn it. Alright. Anyway, she wants to become an animator. This is no imagination. Um, <laughs> she wants to be a video game designer, Maria. Yeah, well, that also requires imagination, last I checked. Well, I mean, have you seen most video games nowadays? Um, I don't play what most people play, so no. <clears throat> yeah, me neither. Video okay. games are great. I love video games. Anyway. Um, yes. There's Any a thing. Poodles. So they find out, so they take a look at the at the orb, and then they find out that there's more orbs, and that they hear this weird creature, this no-face-looking fucker just kind of <laughs> just kind of messing around with the environment by like pulling out orbs for some bizarre reason and then it like at and then Atticus what goes like head first guns not blazing cuz he doesn't have guns well, um, first of all it shoots at them <laughs> Yeah, it does. It, it okay. One one is like, "Hey, let's go talk to it. Let's let's finesse our way out of this." <laughs> no, no, no. It's not in the talking mood. It's in a shooty mute mood. It's 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 itchy trigger fingers right here. Um, and then Atticus just like straight up tries to tackle it, but gets like flung to the side. Um, and then the the wire monster just kind of like. Goes after Tulip, and is like, "Go back to your car." Weirdo. Yep. Apparently, <laughs> one one calls it a conductor. Um, and oh, they're looking for the conductor. I forgot to talk about that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Is that of the conductor? The infinity. Was it's that the a conductor? mystery? Anyway, um, so they, they, yeah, so, and, uh, Corgi, eh, not Corgi, Atticus is putting the, the orbs back in their spot mm-hmm. and fixing all of the glitches in this particular car, um, and then, yeah, she opens the door, the conductor runs away, or, the, I don't know if that's the conductor, the, the weird wire monster runs away. No face. No face, Yes. No face runs away. Female no face runs away. <laughs> um, and then you don't know what if. Oh wait, yeah, he was a guy. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, no face was a guy. Anyway, um, damn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, female no face leaves, and uh, Atticus decides that he wants to find this monster and slay it for his homeland. Um, and one decides to go with Tulip to, uh, save the world or whatever. Something along those lines. Save something. Save something. And, yeah, that's where the episode ends. Yep. Uh, what'd you think, Maria? What, I... after, as somebody who's seen the first season, 
I I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed this episode. I would definitely watch it some more, mostly because I want to see what the other cars look like. <laughs> they could get pretty crazy. And I also really like the um, wire monster. I quite like that. That is some, you know, that's some that's some like A grade creepy shit right there. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm down for that. <laughs> It is definitely the reason why most people uh, watch the pilot on YouTube. <laughs> to to Once see weird the, wire, uh, wire monster? Yeah. I mean, look at that thing. It looks so cool. It's so cool and terrifying at the same time. I love the design of the mm -hmm. colors. It moved pretty well. It um, did. Yeah, no, it I like very it. Good. It's, a, it's a creepy, creepy little motherfucker right there. Mm-hmm. And it sets up a mystery. Ooh. James, this is the third time you're saying, this is your third strike. You're out, sir. Damn. Please Damn. leave the field. Nope. <laughs> I'm taking over this baseball field. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, um, Infinity Train. It's a great show. It's, it's nice. I like the character designs. I like the concept. Mm -hmm. Tulip is an interesting um protagonist to follow through the show um she is she is a good protagonist I'll yeah, give her that. yeah she's an interesting sort of intriguing protagonist um has sort of a dynamic feel to her um mm -hmm. you can kind of tell like in the start she's in this huge rush but you know there's development character, <laughs> character development, development. Ooh. Ooh. yeah <laughs> We've been doing this too long. Yep. <laughs> Character <laughs> development. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. good show. I would give it a good, like, solid three and a half. Half, yeah. half gone for that, for the lack of cinematography. Mm, yeah, I agree as well. It's, cinematography? Uh, yeah. Cinematography. Yes. <laughs> Never say that ever again. Cinematography. <laughs> You messed it up. <laughs> I know. I'm doing this on purpose, damn it. Damn it. I have to fill yeah, my yeah. quota of stupid jokes. It's in the contract. <laughs> what contract? Oh, yeah, that contract. The one that's shackled one to our legs, remember? Oh, yeah. The one we signed in blood. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of the only issue I had with the show. Yeah. It's just it's kind of flat. Yeah, no, I, I like the character designs. The colors were really nice, and they changed according to, like, the, the car and tone. Yes. Um, I think the weird, like, sort of shadow monster thingy was a little eh, iffy to, to look at, um, but yeah, not it's too fine. bad. Not too bad. No. Again, they could yeah. have had some decent cinematography shots with that as well. <laughs> Yeah. Some low angle yeah. shot or something. Not, not one low angle shot. Can Come you on. believe that? I cannot, because that's like the easiest thing they could do. Uh, we, yeah, we're snobs. We've become snobs. What have we become, James? I don't we know. have become what we most despise. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah, go watch it. It's good. Go watch it. You'll like it. Go watch it somewhere. I don't know where the... F oh, it's on Hulu, I think. Ooh. Maybe? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay. It's got to be somewhere. It's like a huge hit. Everybody loves it. I think you can watch it on the Cartoon Network um, website. Yeah, probably. They're trying to push that stupid app they have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, any other thoughts? Um, no, I think it's a good show. I would definitely mm -hmm. watch it some more. 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. They should get that shit on Netflix. Yeah, get that shit on none of the Cartoon Network crap is on Netflix, so I don't know. Maybe on the Canadian Netflix? I don't know. I don't think you guys... so. No. Okay. It's kind of lame. Well, I miss Cartoon lame. Network. Yeah, they're great. And they continue to be pretty great. Yeah. With their shit. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Time for the news? Yep, time for the news. News. I'll have a thing sometime in the future. 
One day. One day. Um, it's coronavirus season. <laughs> All the news stories are about coronavirus. I know. I'm so tired. I found one that wasn't about coronavirus. Okay. It's good okay. news. Let's do do the coronavirus stuff first and then go to the other news. All right. Uh, a lot of sh- a lot of animation shit is happening cuz of coronavirus. Uh onward that thing. Remember that thing? That little thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the new Pixar movie Onward mm-hmm. which looks like a movie. Looks all right. All right. It, it's, it's all right. Um it unfortunately underperformed at the box office and people are speculating it's because of the coronavirus. It's entirely possible. I don't it's, know that uh, I would go watch movies with like again Wash your hands. <laughs> Don't touch your face. Sneeze mm-hmm. in your shoulder if you're sick. Stay at home. But yeah, yep. avoid big crowds. Yeah, don't go to very crowded places so that you don't accidentally pick it up and then give it to someone else who might die because of it. You won't die. If you're if you're a middle-aged <laughs> person, if you're someone who is above 16, 15 years old, and under 40 years old and does not have an immune system disorder, you're fine. You're not the person who's going to die, but you might give it to someone who will. So don't be stupid, stupid, and stay at home if you're sick. This was a PSA for Maria. There is a uh, news outlet who is saying that a bunch of people were stocking up on toilet paper because of the coronavirus. Oh, God. Turns out, turns out it was because they were going to a protest thing. Ah, okay, great. But of course, the news had to say that, you know. You had to complain. They were buying, yep. Yep, turn that into a coronavirus story for some reason. Ah, of course, yep. Anyway, yeah, I, I got sick when I watched that stupid uh, Star Wars movie. When I went to watch it in the theater, so yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Theaters no, are uh, hotbeds of disease and evil. Stay at home, watch Netflix. Oh, Lulu. Hashtag yeah. not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. But okay. yeah, uh, Onward underperformed at the box office. Actually, I'm going to pull up what it did on opening weekend really quick. But as I'm doing that... Uh, we got another coronavirus story, which is? is that Peter Rabbit two. Okay. Do you remember? Do you remember Peter Rabbit one? No, I mean I vaguely do, but no. Is a uh, DreamWorks picture? Was yeah. that DreamWorks? Yeah, it was DreamWorks. Um, apparently it's getting a sequel, like fifty years later. Question mark. Anyway, uh, production has been postponed due to coronavirus concerns, and it will not make its Easter Sunday date, release date. What a shame. I was really looking forward to watching that sequel to that movie that I did, did definitely see. Yep. I've never seen it. Yep. It, it looks horrible. It's one of those movies with the animated character in a car. I don't. I'm so tired of that trope. I wanted to die. <laughs> Agreed. It's it's really bad. Can we have them on a motorbike in a sidecar? Come on. That would be that would be something else. <laughs> At least I don't know. Is it easier to animate them if they're in a car? I don't know. It's weird. Or like in a backpack. In a backpack. Well, they do that all the time, Maria. Do they? Yes, they do. Okay, it's it's not DreamWorks. It's Sony. Sorry. Oh, it's Sony. Okay. Sorry, DreamWorks. But yeah, Sony. I don't know what they're doing. They Come release on, Spider-Verse. Sony. Come on. Come on. They released so or they released Spider Verse, one of the greatest movie ever made. Yep. 
Period. That is that is Don't confirmed. At Don't add us. And then they're like, hmm, how about we release freaking Peter Rabbit 2? A movie that no one remembers. That's Jesus Christ. Oh, it came out in 2018? Yeah, it came out in 2018. Jeez. Well, no wonder I didn't ago. see it. That was, that was a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it came out way earlier. <laughs> That's how like... far behind in your memory it's been shoved. Yes. That's fair. Yeah, I would do I that too. I totally... It looks like a movie from like tw- one, 2008. <laughs> That's fair. It looks like something from the time of the Garfield movie. Yes, exactly. I'm a shit. Oh my god. So, yeah... Um, speaking of that, they're also releasing uh, a new Phil Lord, Chris Miller thing. Ah? Or actually, I think it's just Phil Lord. Oh, no, it's Chris Miller, too. The guys that made the Lego movie and Spider-Verse. And all sorts of other great, amazing things. Well, what are they they putting out? Uh, They're putting out a new animated movie called Connected. Ooh. That sounds actually it's, really interesting. It's a movie about phones and people being something. I don't really know. All huh. I've heard is that it's about like phones. It looks pretty good from the little screenshots and shit that they've shown. Who's it by again? Phil Lord and Chris Miller. There we go. Oh my god. It's getting a lot of buzz, though. They're not directing it, but they're producing it. Which is, I mean, they produce the Spider-Verse, so, you know. You know. It actually looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I might go see it, depending on buzz. It looks really interesting. I I, I kind of want mm-hmm. to. I want to go see yep. it. Sure. Yeah. Um. So that's some good news to fill out the coronavirus shit. Good. So how much did um onward make? Oh right, I was looking that up and I totally got sidetracked. Yep. Um. Yeah. It. So. It's bad. How much is it's, bad? It's it's really bad. <laughs> Uh, opening weekend in the U.S. of A, it made $41 million, which is good dinosaur territory for a uh, Pixar release. Yeah. If you remember the good dinosaur. I do. It wasn't a terrible movie, though. No, it's not a terrible movie. It's But it did really, really poorly. <laughs> Makes me shit. Yeah, it does. Um, total, uh, it's made $70 million. Wow. How much is the which, budget? Um, more than that, I'll t- tell you that. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a lot more than that. Um, uh, let's see. What is the budget for Onward? It's probably like... <sighs> Marketing's pretty big for it, so the the budget is not going to be reflected of what it actually cost as if you if you know movies you look at the budget so budget yeah so it says around 100 to 200 million which basically means 200 million yeah double that to about 400 million that's bad yeah that's really bad which is unfortunate and it came out at just exactly the wrong time. Yeah, it is unfortunate. I'm sure if the coronavirus thing wasn't a thing, we would actually they would probably have made a pretty modest sum. Yeah, I I bet. That's kind of that's kind of rough. Yeah, unfortunate. Some box office news that's good though. Uh-huh. The My Hero movie got to number four at the box office. Wow. 
which is the high, I think it's the highest anime. No, it's not, but it's damn near close. That's... I believe uh, Dragon Ball Z has the highest anime movie release in ever, but it's, a, ever. it's a good in ever. Yes, but it's a good, uh, they got, they got a good haul. That's good. For their That's opening. Neat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've heard the movie is pretty good. I'm not going to go see it in theaters with all those weebs. <laughs> yep. They're probably going to walk in there with their face masks and. Oh, God. Their cosplays. No, I just mean face masks because coronavirus. Because fucking they're oh, staying yeah. home and not watching it in the theaters like the good weebs that they are. That's a good point. Yes. Plus, they'll think that they're authentic Japanese with their face masks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, also, face masks are not going to protect you from the coronavirus, you dipshits. It's a preventative measure to keep other people from getting sick. Exactly. And, yeah, and if you're sick, don't go you out. Should. That's yep. the preventative measure. Yup. Dumbasses. Also, if you have um. a beard, no, just don't wear it. No, just, just no. Wait, what? Yeah, don't wear a face mask but, if you have a beard. That's worse. Is it? Yes. I didn't. I didn't know this. I have a beard. Yes. What's going on? Don't wear face masks. They're, oh, okay. Actually, I think I don't know what the source is. Yeah, show me your sources. I Maria. think no, no. I think there was an actual like chart, like an infographic chart that was published oh, to show mm-hmm. what kinds of facial hair. It is okay to wear a face mask in. Huh. Yep. Okay, then. Yep. I, you know what? It's fine. Look, if I get coronavirus, I'll be dead, so it's fine. If if you need to wear a face mask, don't leave home. Right. Just Uber it. Just Uber eats it. Yes. Yes, just Uber eats it. Just, just, just don't just... leave. Treat yourself to a bunch of Uber Eats. Yeah, do yourself and everyone else a favor. Oh, man. Don't leave. If Uber Eats should, like, do a 50% off thing. Oh, God. They'll make a mint off of that. Yep. Yeah, they would. All right. We got our last news story for the day, and it's the bad one. Well, shit. What's it about? It's about Onward. Okay. Again. Okay. And we have we have confirmation, Maria, because we got our first animated gay character in a Disney movie. It's not one of the main characters, is it? And no, it's not one of the main characters. Is it one of the side characters? No, nope, nope. Is it is it a is it any character? Yes. Are they in the movie for more than five seconds? No. Sources have confirmed that they are in the movie for like a few seconds and oh then they're God. gone. And they Great don't do anything gay. Great job, Disney. Wow. Such. I can't let's, even. Let's, let's give them a slow golf clap for that one. Okay, we're done with that shit. What you the get fuck, a Disney? Clap and a half. <laughs> You tried. You get a you tried sticker. <laughs> it's a really sad one too. Yep. It's the one that like gets gets, you know, like it's the one that that that, that a child has on their shirt that that you know they don't take <laughs> off before going before tossing it into the laundry. Is that? Oh god. Yep. So I'm a little pissed off. Okay. Just a little. Because what? Just a little. Well, <laughs> Okay, maybe an understatement. I'm a little lot pissed off. How's that? Okay, that makes sense. That animation just continues to just hide its head in the sand when it comes to LGBT representation a lot of the time. Well, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Marie. Here's the thing. I recently saw a collage on Twitter of like a, a gay characters in animation. Okay. And in the TV sphere for shows that aren't about L, you know LGBT stuff mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's actually quite a few of them that are like prominent not prominent but like actual characters that are there for more than uh, a couple seconds 
Yes. Uh, the Loud House has a bisexual character mm-hmm. as well as two gay dads. Okay. Um, uh, one on Cartoon Network, Clarence has some has some gay moms okay. in it. Uh, there's other ones that I can't remember because my brain broke a few years back and I'm still recovering. <laughs> but anyway... But then you've got shows like, and I'm going to, you know what? I hate doing this, Maria. Mm-hmm. I hate doing this, but I'm going to pick on she again. Yep. A show that is like all out loud and proud about its representation. It's just. Limited. Limited. Yes. Like shows that aren't making a big deal about it. Just have it. Right. And it's fine. And so nobody... like in, in um Dragon Prince. They're just yeah. everywhere. They're just there. They're just there. Yeah. It's again, it's normal. Like the the entire idea is that you make it normal. Like that that being straight is shouldn't be the norm, right? Like that's the entire idea. Mm-hmm. That's the strive. That's the you know reason behind it is that yeah. Just like a straight relationship, these are also there. They exist. No need to make a big deal about it. They're just there, right. just like everything else. Mm-hmm. So. But we can't have any of our main characters in <sighs> Shira actually express any romantic feelings towards a person of the same gender as them, because that would be yeah. going too far. I mean, to be fair, not a lot of the characters do express Oof. romantic. Right. We've been over this, though. So let's well, not. No, actually, that's. No, that. I retract that because okay. we have seen. Um, Bo. Seahawk. Well, yeah, he's all. Firmer Mista. Yep. And we've seen. Um, well, we haven't seen seen because they've never actually been in the screen at the same time for too long. But um, Glimmer's parents. What? That's a man and a lady. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But again, like we've never. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. They're all like kind of yeah. in the periphery and sort of not always. Yeah, and the main right. characters don't. Well, all I'm saying is that they're not really doing either, I guess. Right. Well, just my problem is that the show was billed as that. It's That's its marketing. Right. That's its appeal. That's what it wants to... That's what it wants to... That's how it grabs people... You know, that's how it grabbed attention at the beginning. Right. It's like, yeah. it, As like this a, show is so gay. Yeah. But then nobody's actually gay. Right. Well, well nobody's actually one, being gay. Right. There's one gay kiss in season one, and then there's the two gay characters that show up once per season. Yeah. And then there if was that. like Bo's dads. Oh, yeah. There's Bo's dads. Great. Yeah. Did they even kiss? No, but they show like affection in general, like where their arms around each other and stuff. But like, no, they never actually. At this point, it's not enough. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, that's Dragon, that, that's fair. Dragon Prince can get gay kiss, gay dad kiss, basically. Yep. Oh yeah, no, there, that was there. Yep. That was very overtly there. Yeah. So you know. If the Loud House can have a character who's LGBT, why not She-Ra? I... A main character, I mean. Yeah, that's... No, that's fair. That's fair. It's... it's And then, okay, so b- bringing it back to Disney, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh God, I don't understand. It's it's just like they want to do it, but they're like, but then China won't go see our movies because they're all homophobes. Oh, my God. You cowards. Uh, uh, my brain hurts my brain. <laughs> Maybe if your movies didn't cost $200 million, then you could afford to actually take some risks. 
they can still may take risks. Not just because one of their movies might not sell as well in in China doesn't mean they're not like it's not gonna kill them. It definitely will not destroy them. No, I mean Disney could take a bath on a lot of movies and still exactly. be fine. Like they won't even be a blip on the radar. Right. It's just this whole thing. Then there was the Josh Gad thing in Beauty and the Beast. Um, which was so stupid that it just doesn't even warrant. Uh... And then, of course, there's this, and it's just like Disney's promoting this. They're the that's the offensive thing is that they're promoting it. God. They're like showing off, like, look, we've got a gay. We did a good thing because we're yeah. great. We no, did a Disney. progressive. You did not. Stop. No. Get some help. Nope. Get some help. Hire some actual gay people on your staff. I'm sure they're there, but they're just, you know, they're not allowed to do anything. Yeah, it gets, like, again, I've done some amount of of research and have been, like, have seen Ooh, how- Ooh, da College girl did research. I mean, that's my job, kind of, you know. Um, <laughs> but, like- I've taken a class on it, and casting is a whole... Getting something like that through with, like, casting directors and um, all of the executives is a pain. It's difficult Mm. to get diverse diversity through because the argument is that we don't want it to be a gay movie or we don't want it to be a a black person movie or a brown person movie or like an Asian movie, right? We want it to be a normal movie. A normal do, do, movie. Do, 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 you see, do you see where that... I see the problem here. Yeah. I've, I've deduced the problem. And... Yeah. it's The norm is heterosexual and the norm is white. Yeah. And the, war, the norm is also male because the moment there's like a female protagonist or heavy on the female cast, it becomes a feminist movie, or a woman movie, or a girl's movie, or a chick flick. Yep. Did you know that that Candyman remake is directed by a woman? I, I can see that. I can, I, I can see that too. But I, can, I can see that. You, you never see her name on the thing because it's all Jordan Peele God. produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, you know, because if they sure. found out a woman directed it, nobody's going to go watch it. Pfft. Yeah, nobody saw Wonder Woman. God, everyone saw Wonder Woman. That is literally the only reason DC movies exist. Because of Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah. That is 100% correct. I also heard that Birds of Prey well, did suicide. pretty good in, in, in terms of, like, people actually enjoyed that movie. I've heard it's all right. Yeah. I'm... Um, I'm not interested, but you know. I kind of want to see it because it has the Huntress in it, and the Huntress is my favorite. Female I hear DC. she's good in that. Yeah, like the Huntress is by far my favorite female DC. Um, and but Maria, yes. Which Huntress are you talking about? God fucking there's, damn it! There's two. The one with the purple outfit. That's both of them. I like both of them. Okay then. The Fair one that enough. the one that was hooking up with question. Which question are we talking about here? God fucking damn it. Um <laughs> Comics. <laughs> the one in the Justice League TV show. Oh, okay. The cartoon. Yep. The one the one episode we watched. Was that the one episode that we watched? Remember we watched an episode of Justice League. We did. We didn't like we didn't like it. But yeah, but yeah, yes, yes, we watched that. <laughs> I was trying to, I was thinking we didn't watch the episode in which there was the Huntress and Question being all like, Question being all, you know, stuck up and, and Huntress being all flirty and shit. It's great. I remember we that episode vividly. It's my favorite. Mm. <laughs> Again, mm. I like Question too. But Huntress, great. Huntress is, is pretty dope. I like her. But which Question, Both. <laughs> <laughs> all two of them all two <laughs> but maria there's three of them 
All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, damn it. I don't have I don't have the time or the patience to look, read all of the fucking comics, alright? I don't live in a man cave. Leave me alone. <laughs> Does that imply I live in a man cave? Because I read comics. No, no, that doesn't. Okay, cool. Oh, anyway, well, that's a good, like, yeah. Any closing thoughts on that? Just, just don't, don't panic when you see news about coronavirus. You'll live. <laughs> I meant the gay thing, but all right, yeah, the coronavirus. Oh, the gay thing. I mean, nothing that I haven't ranted about before, honestly. And I don't like yeah. again. I'm I'm straight, so there's only so much that I can say as a straight person. At the end of the day, just listen You're to very... all the other gay people. <laughs> yes, listen to gay boys. Listen to people in the LGBT community because they know more about this shit than. You know, yeah, community. they know way more about the struggles and the issues. Like I can read as a tertiary mm. um, observer what, which is important. Yeah, what they might be going through. But at the end of the day, mm. um, I I would want to pass the mic to them and have people listen to them, then talk about it mm. myself. We're gonna pass the mic over to the LGBTs. They're gonna tell us their problems. Yep. That was my Bernie Sanders impression. It was a very soft Bernie Sanders impression. Yeah, I didn't go full bombast. Huh. That one. I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> All right. It's fair. It's fair. You need energy for Bernie. Of course. I can do Sleepy Joe. Mm. Are you, you know, you gotta. Sleepy Joe? Are you using Are you using Trump's insults to insult a Democratic candidate, James? How dare you? Hey, it fits. Hmm. Joe Biden has a stutter. Leave him alone. Oh my God, he does not have. Well, he does. He did have a stutter, but he's his brain is also leaking out of his ears. I mean, that is true. Yes, he's old. It's fine. It happens to old people. Those gaffes are not stutters, people. Those are him with dementia. That's fair. That's not what people with stutters do, no matter what the media says. Anyway. Do the thing, you know the thing. Right. That was if my you like, if you like today's episode, leave us a like. If you're listening to us on, um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a review. If you're listening to us on YouTube, leave us a like, a comment, subscribe. If you're listening to us on Spotify, follow us. Um, and if you'd like to support us more, uh, follow our social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at um, Catexilly. No space. And if you like us even more and are willing to, you know, open your wallets to us um, for a dollar a month, you get um, our exclusive Patreon podcast called Movie Night in Hell, where James and I talk about animated movies instead of TV shows. And um, yeah, you can you can find that at uh, patreon.com slash chaotic silly. What's the movie? What is the movie, James? Did you forget? Always. Oh my god. It's Coraline. You know, the Isekai movie. Of course. Yes. We watched Coraline. I think you'll like it. It's great. Yeah. It was a good discussion. Creepy. Creepy. Oh. That's it. Yep. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.